Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, hey there, family. I told you we'd be back, and I told you we would uh, not be alone, but this time I have not only brought with me the railroad man himself, Mr. Yuri Lowenthal, from actually in the temple of those who sleep beneath my cohort, my Edgar Allan Poe, my absolute mistress of the darkness. We are joined by Cam Collins. Cam, how are you? Doing good. Hello, family. And, and, and as if that weren't enough. As if that weren't enough old God's lusciousness, if that wasn't enough pudding in your cup, I have with me Jerry Brotherton, the retired judge himself, Corey, the buttercream dream forester. Corey, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, Heidi, I'm I'm uh, very glad to be here. It's nice hearing this such a familiar voice actually introduce me. I feel honored. I feel blessed. I feel humbled. I feel not worthy. Well, well you are you are someone who knows something about pudding cups. So yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> Well, we told you. Oh, we, you listened to my album. That's so sweet. I did. I did. Oh my god! I just now got that. I'm a little stoned. Uh, that's, <laughs> hey, hey, that's okay. Fine. There's no judgment. I understand. Like dealing with the old gods does require some substance. Sometimes you have to. <laughs> you have to kind of. You have to kind of go into it. Um, family, if you have listened to season two, and, and this is your last chance to turn back right now, we are going to be 
neck deep in season two spoilers. Uh, we are holding nothing back. It's been since July that we dropped the finale. And uh, this this material you're getting between now and our new story releases is pretty much spoiler zone. So if you have not listened to The Siege of Pleasant Evenings, A Bad Night for Hollow Men, um, Charcoal Suit, and all, any of the Railroad Man and Local Magistrate arc, we're going to be talking about it like it's family history. So just be aware. you got about three, two, one, and we're in the spoiler zone now. So, gentlemen... Corey, we talked to Yuri a little bit, so he can chill out for a second. Um, his uh, uh, And I would like to point out, if you are not seeing the video of this, and patrons may be seeing the video of this, Corey and Yuri are both wearing the Railroad Man shirts designed by the Railroad Stand. Pose for me, boys. Let me get a screenshot of that, at least, if nothing else. Hang on. Uh, I would say give me a Young Bucks pose, but I'm not sure that you both know what that means. Uh, just get the art. All right, just, just flex. There we go. All right, hang on. And... Captured. Excellent. Amazing. Beautiful. Wonderful. Um, that shirt, of course, designed by the Railroad Stand, available over at the Tea Public store of Old Gods of Appalachia for a reasonable sum. Um, Corey, how did you come to his family? Like, uh, like I, I, I know Yuri crept up on us in the, in the dark of night, and I didn't know who he was for the longest time, and I knew of you vaguely through Drew Morgan and through Trey Crowder. Uh, I was actually at a wedding with Drew Morgan, which he barely remembers. Um, but uh, how did you how did you find your way to the family? Y'all are one of there's been about uh, five or six things over the past several years that I just get repeatedly uh, mentioned in on Twitter. Like I get tagged in shit, and for so long, old gods of Appalachia, old gods of Appalachia, old gods of Appalachia, and that appealed to me. But I was like, I wasn't super into podcasts at the time. I'm not even sure that we were doing one ourselves. We weren't yet told that comedians were legally required to have <laughs> no, a podcast. By law. <laughs> so by before law. they put me in prison for that, I, you know. Um, but it, I just kept getting tagged in it, and I want to say that it was just one thing where I was like, yeah, okay, right on. I'll, of course I'll check it out. And then Drew Morgan's wife, Andy, uh, we were, I think, I want to say we were in Denver hanging out, you know, having a Denver time, and I heard it come out of her mouth, and I was like, oh, wait, you, you, you listen to that? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I... Not that I don't trust the opinion of a random stranger on the internet. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but now that you've said it and you're someone I love, I will, I will check it out. That, so that, and I can't tell you how many years ago that was, but it's just one of them things that uh, it, it became, it, as far as uh, Appalachian recommendations, it became one of those things that, well, 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember just one, because like we get, we need to turn our Twitter DMs off. We, we've mm -hmm. been talking about doing this forever. <laughs> And just been just yeah. listing the email address, um, but you had sent us a Twitter DM, and I think you were pretty high when you sent it. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, but you were you were just like, if y'all ever want any free voice work, I like to get high and go in the woods and listen to your podcast and creep myself out. It was like just yeah. no no filter, just like straight. I get high as shit and listen to your podcast. Um, and I was like, okay. And I checked him like, Oh, he's like with these guys. Okay. And I said, we'll keep that in mind. And literally when I started putting together the cast for this, I'm like, I'm going to go check out uh, buttercream dream and see. And that's when you had like two days before Leslie Jones had retweeted you into the stratosphere. Uh -huh. And I'm like, Hey, how about that free voice work now there? Cousin? <laughs> how about that free voice work now, motherfucker? Now, those, those now, now he's worth our time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, no, I'm kidding. But the price yeah, of the yeah, brick has increased. Uh, 
<laughs> Unfortunately for some people, I do. Uh, I tend to talk to everyone the same, whether you're the preacher or whether you're my best friend of 30 years. So if what I want to say is, man, I get fucked up and listen to your shit in the woods, that's what I'm probably going to say. And we're for that. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and I could tell. See, that's the thing. That's how I, I knew you truly were family. I was like, I can talk to this guy like this. You know, that's, that's no problem. But yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm so glad that you hollered back because that was not only me loving your podcast. That's also me uh, being. I'm not. Uh, that was pretty much the first like car- actual voice character work I've ever done. Whoa. Ever. I mean, I've done like. I mean, I've had to use my voice for certain things, but never like, oh, this is a completely different person. And so that was me just being like, I want to get into this. I don't know how. I like the stories they're telling. I could probably fit into that world. I'm shooting my damn shot. No, absolutely. And, you, and, 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 and I want to. I want to compliment you. Thank you. Um, I want to compliment you, and I'll let Yuri say his piece about you here in a second. But like you. You follow in a tradition here at Old Gods. Uh, Betsy Puckett, who played Granny White and Build Mama a Coffin, available exclusively on Patreon, patreon.com slash Appalachia. Uh, she is a known comedic actress in the Asheville, Western North Carolina area. If you ever rode the Lazoom comedy bus in this town and there was a crazy waitress lady screaming at you and, and putting you in your place, that's Betsy Puckett. And she was the leader of a comedy troupe called Lilas. It was an all-woman all comedy troupe uh, here in Asheville. It's very funny if you were if you were from Asheville, kind of very Asheville-centric humor. Um, great, but a great friend of mine, my, my sister host of The Moth, uh, uh, you know, the, the yin to my yang, the draw to my twang. I host one month, she hosts the other. And when she took on the role of, that was her first villain, and she did things with it that were absolutely unnatural. And I mean, she's terrifying. You, my friend, took on a character who very easily, who in my head at first was kind of like a cocky cock of the walk, you know, daddy's boy who, you know, could do no wrong. And you made him softer and, and, and vulnerable. And like, you still hated him for his privilege, but at the same time, you couldn't blame him. You felt bad. Well, it's funny that you say that about being cocky cock of the walk. Like when I hear, I don't know. Like, I see that some people, when they read the descriptor of, like, oh, he's got his daddy's money, you know, he maybe when he was 20, he was like that, but I don't know, man. Like, I just was like, I know this piece of shit. You know what I mean? I was like, and so the, his voice was like an amalgamation of three dudes that I know in my life who kind of fit this description, but like, I don't know. I think Jerry Brotherton probably thinks all the things that you just said about him, but I don't think that it comes out that way to anyone who knows shit yeah i I, yeah i I agree i you know i i mean you already won by you know having thought about it you know honestly i was scared you were on this show i was like i gotta work oh so 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 i helped you get there so 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 you're welcome um (laughs) (laughs) well that well that goes both ways um because because as soon as i heard that you were going to be on it that's when i'm like Wait, I gotta, I gotta find out a little more, more about this guy, and that's why I've listened to your record, and that's what because, um, you know it, because uh, you're great, <laughs> um, and that's when I, that's when I started, you know, find your videos on Twitter and passing those around, um, and and it and it and it, you know, it it filled a, I don't know, it, it you know, I hope this this doesn't come off the wrong, but it filled it filled a hole for me that uh, oh. that I didn't know needed uh, filling, so. That Thanks for filling my hole, Corey. Right <laughs> uh, Cam, I know oh, you've you. been. Cam's been hugely blushing. complimentary of your performance. Have you not there? Oh, I have. You've done a fantastic job. I mean, yeah, you you definitely. I I agree. Turned what you know was uh 
originally intended as more of sort of this, you know, cocky little asshole into, well, kind of kind of the way we tend to view George W. Bush these days is a spoiled but without, rich But without tumbler. the genocide. Without the, but without the without genocide. The, right, right. Although, although he, Jerry Brotherton tried, I mean, you know, I mean. He tried. He's just even more incompetent. A lot of people buried in that mountain. Yeah. yeah. This is so interesting to me because, like, I, I recently in my life, I've, I've, you know, in the past five years at least, I've gotten to be friends with more actors, and I would talk to them about their craft, and they would talk about making choices and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, when I was doing this, that was actually my idea. And I was always someone just from, a, like, a writing and performing background. I was like, oh, yeah, it's whatever's on the page, that's what they do. So it's so interesting to now finally be a part of that where you're like, actually, I wrote this, and I didn't envision it like that at all, but that's how you interpreted it. And that's how you went with it. And now I'm super happy because you easily could have been like, yo, this ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, so biz- that's so bizarre to me that like in your mind it was completely different. That's crazy. It wasn't, right. it wasn't, for me, yeah. it wasn't radically different. But just like you just took him – like there's a moment like – I, uh, I, was, I was actually talking to my wife about, about this interview coming up. And I'm like, there's just this moment that Corey takes it when the railroad man comes back and you kind of see – even though he has been introspective and understands like, you know, I can't do that awful, awful stuff. My daddy had me doing for money or glory or whatever, but like, at least I, I, you know, now I'm down here and I'm in my little town. I can't, I'm not doing no harm whatsoever. And here still, I managed to sell my soul. And the moment you, you did the one line read, I don't know how many takes you got. Cause I only got one when you said, so, so you're the devil then. And, yeah. and I was just like, this is how limited this little man's view is of just like, you know, the world and God and, yeah. and everybody is just like, so he assumed like I've been bad enough that I done screwed up so hard that I done sold my soul to the devil. And well, here we, that just that moment. I'm like, <laughs> there's the well, performance right there. Well, thank you. But the dialogue ahead of that actually informed my decision to say it like that, because I, I, if I'm correct, right after I say that, uh, the railroad man Yuri goes on this diatribe oh, yeah. about how small-minded I am to think that the devil of the Bible would be doing all this shit, and right. so I read that for, for, forward, and I was like, "Okay, be stupid, be even dumber." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so yeah, so 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 points also for reading other people's dialogue. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot a lot of actors would have just gone to their line and read their dialogue. Well, I got to tell you, if it's very possible that if uh, someone had just asked me to do them a favor and this wasn't a show I cared about, that I might have done that. Sure. I would like to. I would like I, to think that I wouldn't. Sure, but I may sure. have gotten in a hurry and been like, "I got this" or whatever. Yeah. But like, I know, I know and respect so many people that listen to this podcast <laughs> that I was like, "No, dude, like, right. uh, you know, this is something that you're not a professional at, so you're gonna probably have to try even harder." But like, do, you know, leave it all out there and. Any cheat code you can think of, you know, try that. So if it means reading it backwards, do that, you know. Yeah. For, for the record, Yuri Lowenthal is the only professional voice actor to ever be on Old Gods of Appalachia. We're all professionals now. Uh, well, that's how good your writing is, by the way, because I yeah. would have never guessed that. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah well, Especially like we, with that, those, those last couple episodes. The uh, last couple episodes were, were we, we worked our asses off on those. Uh, it was so we, good. Tim, what did we come out to at one point? Like nine hundred, uh, nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, and we're like, okay, we're, we can't, we can't touch it. Then of course we we had to, so it was yeah, like, we, oh, well, 
<laughs> but yeah, we wanted it to be at that. We're like, yes, this is perfect now. Can, can I jump in real quick with uh, with the story about when I got high and listened to your show? Um, just for a second, because because I don't really get high because I it, it's something that I, you know I'll try every now and then and it, it never really quite works for me. It's it, it, like I get all the all the stuff that I that I don't all want. the anxiety. Like, I get yeah. all the anxiety. I get Paranoia. the dry mouth. I get the um, my my time gets all fucked up. Like every second seems like a year, um, which you know under certain circumstances would be great, but. Uh, and so the last time that I tried this, and this is an embarrassing story I've never told in public before, but I, you know, I, I feel like I'm I'm amongst family. So I, I, I was out in my office late one night, and I'm like, I'm just gonna take some time to myself. And I'm like, oh my god, my friend gave me some some pot cookies that he baked a while ago. Oh, little and I just, edibles too. And so yeah, yeah, so, it's, so edibles. And, um, and I, you know, I just, they were in the, the Ziploc bag and, and I had thrown them on my shelf for, you know, another, another day and forgot about them. And I'm like, well, he said they were really strong. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have a little bit. Maybe I'll have like a third of this cookie. And I ate it and I knew it was going to take a little while to, to, to settle in. So I was just, I was just waiting, just waiting. And then it finally kicked in. And then a second after the high kicked in. The food poisoning kicked in because I had because those cookies were like two years old. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking <laughs> eating two year old cookies off a bookshelf. Oh no. oh no! And and so I'm like, oh no, oh no! This is like the worst feeling in the world, and every second is lasting a year. <laughs> so so I started to panic. And, oh no! And I'm like, you know what I need to do? I need to focus. I need to focus, and I'm just gonna get through this. And I hate being punished for, you know, something that I wanted to do nice for myself, but I just got to get through this. So I put on an episode of the show and I'm just like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit here on the couch and I'm just going to listen to the show. And I'm like, and, and the food poisoning got worse. And so I felt, I felt poisoned and I felt like I had been listening to the show for six years. I'm like, how is it possible? I'm still in the same episode. Something's wrong. And that's what I texted my wife in the house. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, hey, I'm just about to go to sleep. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, so, so here's what I just did. And she's like, she's like, honey, do you want me to come out there? I'm like, I'm like yes, please. Will you be my shepherd for the next however many hours it's going to take me to get through this? And I felt like such an asshole because every time I'm like, and and the, the the memory thing, I lose my short term memory and I can't remember how long I've you know I've been like this. And all my friends who always want me to get high and watch a movie with them because I'm a cinephile, um, I finally had to stop doing that because I couldn't enjoy the movie because after a minute I couldn't remember what had happened a minute ago in the movie and I enjoy movies too much. So I don't know. I'll have to, I'll, I just have to. I think I still have to dial it in, but, but I'm, I'm I'm out of it for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked that one up good. For the record, aside from the food poisoning part, all that bullshit happens to me too. Uh, I've just finally found the teeniest, tiniest dose that I can take to where it's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. But still, even that teeny tiny dose on some days can still decide, hey, I'm gonna ruin your entire life and you're gonna be in the woods and it's gonna kick in and you're gonna be listening to old guys and all of a sudden the ground's gonna look like nothing but snakes because you're just so paranoid that you're like, I know it's snakes. It's snakes everywhere. And I can't imagine 
coupling that with life-shattering diarrhea. Like, and, and I also love that the first thing you thought of when all that was going on was like, this reminds me of old God's apple. I need to go. That'll get me through. I think, yeah, that'll get me through. <laughs> what was I thinking? I mean, yeah, those, those snakes, you know, when you saw the ground turn to snakes, that that probably was actually the show and not yeah, whatever yeah. you it, had it, just that's, suggested. That's a, that's, yeah. a, that's a feature, not yeah. a bug. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> pretty much. That's just that's that's what's going on there. Um, all right. So now that we've all outed our drug use, uh, which uh, by the way, uh, I don't use drugs. Thank you very much. Uh, I will kill. I will straight kill edge. I should have done yeah. the X's no, on the back edge. of my I, I enjoy. I almost had me a, a Boojum Brewery uh, Oktoberfest in here. And uh, nice. Corey, I do fear for my life when you come to Asheville finally and the world's able to travel again because I've seen the pictures of you on tour and I I think you may kill me if I come hang out. But uh, it's. It's getting out of hand. Uh, I've got to. I've got to rein it back. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, forgot, that's good. I, I had been do. I'd been doing so much better in life uh, during the pandemic. Of course, I was just at my house all the time, and then as soon as we, man, just b- immediately back up to our not all our old tricks. You know, we're not. We're still trying to stay away from most people, but right. Yeah, you're. Uh, yes, I may kill you. Yeah. Well, one of the, well, I'd uh, like. I'd. I'd like a a ticket to that uh, particular batch of shenanigans uh, someday. Yeah, I, I would love all. We so Bristol has a new comedy club that just opened, and uh, you need to come here now because Bristol is has the primary benefit of being right off the interstate, so it's on the way to everywhere else. That's the only reason we get any yeah. shows here. <laughs> I just passed it. No, I just passed it yesterday, and actually, right? matter of fact, my manager sent me a link to that. Uh, she's from California. Before to inform what I'm about to say is only barely offensive. Uh, she said. Uh, she she sent me a link to that new comedy club and she goes, "Is fucking Bristol even anything worth something?" <laughs> and, and I was like, <laughs> and she was meaning it sincerely, like, "Hey, you're from around in parts, yeah. you know." Like, Did and you I go, I, I was I was like, "Absolutely, any yeah. anywhere that is driving distance for me is I will." It's do fantastic. It. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And, and, and people yeah. are used to pulling off the interstate for races or strip clubs or yeah. Whatever is yeah. you know whatever happens to be in uh, Bristol. I did tell you that the Gray Ballet is is, is returning. Did I, oh did I not? my lord! <laughs> the uh, the the Gray Ballet is the so in Gray Tennessee there was a strip club called the Mouse's Ear. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the the I, I'm going to tell you right now. I am sex and kink positive. I am. I am. But you were, we were traumatized. By we, your were, trip we were. To we were. We were pro. We are pro sex work. We are pro. Yes, the one and only strip club uh, story I ever I have. My best friend at the time got married, and his and he is a was a big weightlifting UFC type guy. So his his non hardcore band buddies all insisted we go to the strip club. Nobody informed us it was full nude before we walked in. So like when you walk in and there's like full bits like right there like platform mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ready for that uh, no. without anticipation. And I was like. What year was that? I was like maybe 24, 25. And the Yeah, it was like what, 2003 maybe? Maybe. All the women were beautiful. The place was complete was just a complete like sticky bottom of a of an unwashed glass. <laughs> it was kind of the the sanitary nature of the place, but uh and by sitting beside my best friend, it was just like um I got every lap dance he got, I sort of got by proxy. Right. And it was just <laughs> like and I just felt like a creep because I'm like, "Can I just can I just write you a check?" Like you don't want me to touch you, I, I, honey, I don't want to touch you. Like it's, you're beautiful. This is lovely, but like, 
I, this is not for me. This, that, yeah. and bless I'm, all I'm the workers out there. Bless all the dancers out there. Y'all are doing amazing work. You are artists. Validate all the hell. But like at that point in my life, I was just like, I, I feel like I'm doing somebody wrong by existing in this space. And yeah. uh, and 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 the, and the one girl who got the who kept giving we kept getting brought over to lap dance for my buddy Josh was just like discussing his wedding with him through the entire time. <laughs> so, so what are your colors? Yeah. You know, straddling his lap. You know, bending over. It's like so. So where's your reception? You know, it was just like it was polite and it was businesslike yeah. and and like and it was hilarious because if you you don't know my buddy, but like him presenting that situation was like. Asking a deacon, not a deacon, because Josh is no deacon, but he was just tongue like, oh, 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 I guess it's Pete Blush and Bashful. I don't know, you know, like uh, there's a reference for you. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so Bristol is shit. We'll say that it is worth fucking yeah. with. It is. Uh, yeah, and it's only an hour and a half for me, if that. So like, you know, yeah, it's and, it's close, and it's on the way to everywhere else. So. That, that, that's something to do like a side gig on your way into doing like one of your all's like multiple yeah. night stands in Asheville or something. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, that's honestly that's probably exactly how that'll end up being routed. Yeah. Had to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Asheville has the orange peel of which the well-read comics are. Uh, uh, our kings, pretty much. Very familiar Very of the familiar. orange pill. Last time we did it, though, uh, obviously, pre all this mess, uh, I remember they had just gotten, they were bragging to us about how they just got a uh, air conditioner and uh, a new one, you know, I, guess, I assume they have, but they were like, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to be better in here. We got a new air conditioner. Well, we get there, and I get, I go in to do the sound check, and it is one of the hot, it was in June, and it's, it's so hot in there. Like, it's so hot, and I was like, I thought y'all got a new air conditioner, and they're like, "Oh, we did, but we didn't. We, you know, we just hadn't turned it on yet." And I was like, "I was like, well, stop. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you to do that shit. Like, I'm gonna need you to." And they were just like, right now. And they were yeah. like, "All right, we'll get around to it." And uh, then finally, before the show, like it happened, I was like, "Are y'all gonna turn that air conditioner on?" They're like, "Oh yeah, we. The boss ain't here, and he's the only one that can, you know, authorize that." And I go, "I just told him. I said, dude, listen. Here's the deal. I love y'all. I love this place. I'm always gonna come back." But either that air conditioner is getting turned on, or, or I'm performing in my underwear. <laughs> and I performed in my underwear. I did the whole show completely just in my underwear. Well and, done. Uh, but I loved it. It was a great time. But yeah, so yes, Orange Peel, tremendous place. They now, I've been told, turn on the air conditioner. Yeah, and Orange Peel is a sweet. Like Rolling Stone called it one of the best rock clubs in the country. Like it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, like that's it's where awesome. if you're not playing the Civic Auditorium for like a big or the U.S. Cellular, or no, I guess it's the Hannah's Casino Center, which is like the big yeah. concert venue for the city. Uh, the Orange Peels like holds a thousand people. That's where like you know like if you want to see it's where we see the Mountain Goats. You know I'm always drunk. I'm yeah. always name dropping John and the Mountain Goats. But uh, and it's sad because the Mountain Goats used to play at the Gray Eagle. Which is a club yeah. that holds like three hundred tops, I think maybe if that, and um, shows with bands you love there or comics you love there. I saw Todd Barry there. Uh, I bet that was awesome. Oh yeah, no, that was totally good. That's where my joke that I use that Asheville is white people with dreadlocks and white people yeah. without dreadlocks living together in harmony. That's totally <laughs> yeah. a Todd Barry joke. That's totally. That's great. He's like, this seems like the kind of town where it'd be really easy to get laid if you're like a swami. Uh, like you know, like he was like yeah. that is right. accurate, and that is very accurate. You City have of gurus, studio, yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, now that we've talked all kinds of trash about strip clubs, swamis, other comedians, and Corey in his underwear, um, I'm never talking trash about that. No, never, Thank you. never. It's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful wave of white noise. Uh, uh, yeah. So um, 
I guess we'll, we'll ask the question uh, uh, that I that I planned on asking at the end. But I'm going to ask it now. If we wanted to have y'all back, would y'all come back? If not, it's the Without same. Without question. Well, oh, yeah. of course. Maybe even yeah, as, in a heartbeat. Well, I don't think Yuri can do a different character, frankly. But uh, I think since Jerry Brotherton, I don't think we need to do a prequel of Jerry Brotherton. But right. I, I would love – yeah, I actually – I told Drew Morgan a year ago I'd write something for him, and I never have. Um, That's okay. It's just, I'll do his thing. I'll do his. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to have Drew. I mean, like, yeah, because, like, you know, I, I love y'all, and I love y'all's audience, and I would love to make my audience, uh, and vice versa. Um, but, yeah, yeah. so the, I should just have it. You know, I, just, I should just write a, uh, a Three Stooges-esque storyline for you, Drew, and Trey, just – Go on a spooky adventure and uh, one by one get picked off by like a swamp witch or something. That would be so <laughs> tremendous, and we would definitely be in. And I know I'm playing Curly, and fuck you for that. <laughs> <laughs> the Bell Witch. It's got to be the Bell Witch, though. Oh. We actually all three do look exactly like I look like Curly. Trey looks like Mo, uh, Shimp or Mo, yeah. and Drew has the Larry thing going on. Shut it actually up. is kind of oh wild. my gosh, yeah. that's that. You yeah, get, I mean redhead. No, I can't. Blackhead, I can't yeah. even. And see Drew's it. starting to lose his. Hair, but he's keeping it on the sides, just like I'm telling you, dude. That's like, crazy. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this, and we'll we'll have some fun here because I like to recommend things. Uh, what is something? It doesn't have to be spooky or scary. I know our our, our family loves good horror stuff, but uh, uh, what is something that you're watching, reading, or have seen in the last little bit that you would recommend to somebody else? Well, I'll do I'll do a new, I'll do a new thing that I'm watching that's new to everyone, and a uh, thing that has much like Old Gods of Appalachia was recommended me for so long, and for some reason I put it off, and I feel like an idiot for doing so. Um, the thing I'm currently watching that I, this is almost goes without saying it's Ted Lasso for God's sakes. Yeah, come it's on so, now. It's so good. It's so it's the it's the most surprised I've ever been at a show because. Uh, Cynically, I just see this, and I'm like, I knew that it was. I, I'd seen the commercials, and I'm like, they're gonna wait. Hold on, the commercials were one thing, but a whole television show based on a dude who goes to coach soccer that's never coached soccer. I'm like, I know it's Jason Sudeikis, but even still, then I watched the first episode, realized, oh wait, Bill Lawrence did it. No shit, and it's just, it's just so tremendous. It's got. I, I, when I when I first started hearing about oh a comedy yeah it's a comedy with heart that used to always make me mad because I used to always be like no everything has to be always sunny there should be no love right. no point <laughs> all deviousness all crackheads all you know and now I find myself like going am I am I crying at this comedy right now and I, yeah. I love it so much and the old yeah. thing that I've just recently discovered because now that this past couple of years we've been spending a lot more time at home I've been like okay finally the wire um, but is justified and which i'm sure that everybody in your audience has listened to but i just needed to apologize to everybody for being so late uh to the justified train it is absolutely amazing i've never been more upset that uh i wasn't able to be a part of something it just pisses me off it's it's just tremendous. I, I will. Yeah. I will add on to your justified thing though, and I just because I just posted this song on our Twitter today. If you are into, you'll never leave Harlan alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, ignore the Brad Paisley version and go listen to the Daryl Scott version that I posted. Oh, the Daryl Scott, yeah, because he right. wrote it. I mean, it's his yeah, song, yeah. and he apparently yeah. fought long and hard to get the rights back uh, for that song. And uh, uh, and a lot of his songs. he wrote. Y- if you go listen All, to so l- many Dixie Chick songs, he wrote. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Travis Tritt. 
Travis Tritt, uh, great day to be alive. Yep. He, yep. He, he has a verse that they took out of Travis Tritt's, uh, the fourth verse, which I really like. I love Daryl Scott. Yeah, Daryl Scott's an amazing, amazing singer-songwriter. And the version I tweeted of the Transatlantic Sessions where they're doing Never Left Harlem Alive with like a squeeze box and two gospel vo- two women gospel vocalists, and just like everybody in that moment, in that session, is feeling that song. Um yeah, that's that's that that and Daryl Scott and John Charles Dwyer, who is uh, from here in Asheville, those have been must been my playlist for the past little bit. But anyway, I'll get to my recommendations. Uh, Cam, you have something that you're watching and enjoying. Ah, uh, well, uh, I've been listening to uh, new. Well, I don't know if it's new. Anyway, the pod. I think it's newer. Uh, one of theirs, uh, the Wondery Podcast Suspect. Okay. <laughs> Which is really, uh, it's really interesting because a lot of, I love true crime stuff and um, there was somebody I was, I can't, I'm, I'm so sorry if you're, if you are a listener and not a random person that I don't remember who it was, but uh, somebody, you know, was tweeting about, you know, I really love true crime, but I really, I want to find something that's not just cop worship, mm-hmm. basically. And I, and, you know, of course, you know, I was like, you should make that podcast. I would love that podcast and I would listen to it. And now I've started listening to Suspect and Suspect is very much, uh, it starts out just talking about this case where a, an actual pretty classic whodunit, a girl was murdered after a party. And it was like an apartment complex wide party. So tons of suspects, people in and out of each other's apartments all night long. Um, but, and it, but it actually talks about, for one, uh, the problems with trace DNA, touch DNA, which is like the skin cells, uh, skin cells and things like that, that can actually be really easily transferred. Uh, they're not uh, as conclusive as <laughs> as uh, juries may sometimes be led to believe. And uh, you also uh, like racism and classism also factor. The first suspect that they looked at, who seemed a lot more likely. Uh, of course, you know, his family got him a lawyer and suddenly they start looking at somebody else, which really seems like, oh, you're going for the low hanging fruit. It's a poor black kid, only black man at the party, no lawyer. I mean, it's it was uh, so it is it's actually very critical of the of the process, mm-hmm. even though they are they're very polite. They actually managed to get the prosecutors and the police to talk to them and, and, and you know, be wow. in interviews, which is. Not always the case. <laughs> if they think no. you're going to be critical, sometimes they are not willing. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's actually it's same been with really me on good. podcast interviews. For the record, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been uh, it's been re- it's been a really really good show. All right, Yuri Lowenthal, what is something you're listening to, watching, that, enjoying right now? That's going to segue right really well into to mine, which is uh, that new Steve Martin Martin Short uh, show, murders only murders in the building. I've, is, seen one, I've seen one episode and, I, and I'm in. It's I'm in. so great. And it only gets better from the, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really interesting, like, I, I find it hard to think of any other show that's doing it or has done exactly what they're, they're doing. It's, it's lovingly done. There is such, yeah. and I'm iffy on Martin Short. Martin Short but, but did Jiminy him, Glick, that fat suit bullshit that sure. he did in the late 90s and just yeah. grossed me out, turned me off to him yeah. entirely. When you, put, when you put him and Steve Martin together, because they're they're such good friends, it, yep. and you take Steve Martin's, um, something that he always brings to his projects, which is like this uh, um, uh, like magical realism. Like every now and then something yep. really weird happens, but yep. it's just accepted as part of the world. And I think that's something that he's bringing to this, and it's working really well 
for me. And if you love true crime podcasts, it yeah, is totally. It yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it is like that. I, that and and another Hulu show. I've been all over Hulu for some reason lately. Uh, Reservation Dogs is awesome. You just took it's my so rec- one of my recommendations. Sorry, but, uh, yeah, I saw the pilot and I really enjoyed no, it. Re- yeah. Reservation Dogs is one of the best things on television right now. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. my wife was trying to get me to watch it for a hot minute, and I'm like, oh, I'm not in the right mood, I'm not in the right space. Then I found out uh, who the who the executive producers are, and I was just like, oh, uh, Taika, right? Yep, T- yeah. Taika yeah. And, 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 and yeah, and, what, what can oh, he not do? Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and insane. And uh, yeah, we're several several uh and there's some magical realism that's happening yep. later in it and featuring tannis from letterkenny uh forgive me for not knowing that actress's name um that's escaping okay. me at the moment but um it is it is letterkenny. yeah letterkenny letterkenny which had so much oh, promise and then that's another one of those old god of appalachia things for me where mm-hmm. but i haven't i only watched the pilot and i did like it but like mm-hmm. i cannot tell you the amount of times a day Someone's like, have you seen Letterkenny? Have you yeah. seen Letterkenny? Yeah, they've seen Letterkenny. I'm, I'm really interested in what happened with those dudes because, like, they went from being like super left, per, like, like calling out a lot of problematic shit in that style of sketch comedy, to like almost inverting themselves by the last season. I haven't to seen where, that. Yeah, like I'm, where I'm like the main through. character is arguing why he should be able to use the word gay however he wants. Mm-hmm. And like they start, like they start taking like kind of snowball jabs at people, and I don't. Mm-hmm. And if it's supposed to be ironic, it was. Lo- I stopped watching because honestly, okay. it became a lot of the same jokes just beaten. But the first three or four seasons are brilliant. I mean, they're yeah. hilarious and whatever. I'm going to be boring and say that the current season of American Horror Story has an interesting premise. They're okay. finally doing vampires. They had to get around to it. A- they had to, and so the concept is this. Vampirism is caused by a drug, and it's a drug that boosts creativity, but only if you already have talent. If you don't have talent, you basically turn into like, you know, a a soulless sort of monster vampire. Uh, But if you do, you still still have to kill people and drink their blood and stuff. You just, you know, are are under control. So, so the tor- the so- tor- the Toreador are the dominant clan, is what you're telling. Yes, me. the Toreador are the, the dominant clan. Are the dominant clan. Uh, okay. But yeah, this ho- the whole concept of you know creatives as vampires is, uh, it's it's different. I mean, it's been pretty interesting. And, and it's and also I, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm iffy about the show. Sometimes there are seasons I have sure. not loved, but so far I'm like, all right. I'm following and, you. And we all true. The only creative vampires exist in Los Angeles. We all know this. This is uh, <laughs> this, this is, is like a, a thing. Fair. You know, I, 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 we, we needed an additional form of representation from our agency. So I texted our agent. I'm like, hey, could you go? Could you go dig up like a literary vampire from the crypt for me to <laughs> that I could talk to to answer some questions? Yeah, just 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 pitch them on up. Bring bring Pete. Oh oh oh! Season three of What We Do in the Shadows is out. Oh wow. yeah, just yeah. yep. That's and uh, and, so and also amazing. Wellington Wellington Paranormal, no. the sort of the off spin or the offshoot on uh, on HBO Max. Yeah, no, Wellington that. Paranormal is basically the movie world. It's all the same universe, but it's New Zealand movie world. What We Do in the Shadow and it's cops. Yeah. Like it's the show oh, cops, wow. and they are the two <laughs> two of the most lovely, stupid human beings. Uh, yeah. And what what's funny to me is that for us, the New Zealand accent is part of the joke, just the way they say things. So I'm just really curious how that show plays in New Zealand, because that's where it was. It was imported from there. Yeah. It came out after the movie came out, but it's just like you know, it's just yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's really again Taka doing the wonderful, wonderful. He's 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 doing yeah he's doing the Lord's work. 
no, yeah. I mean, yeah, and and the the fact that we're starting to see throwbacks to the movie on yeah. Wellington, uh, yeah. aka Nick the douchebag vampire, uh, <laughs> is uh, is truly, truly, truly magical as far as that goes. Um, all right, so family, we are gonna we're near the end of our time. So you, before we go though, do y'all have anything you want to plug or upcoming dates? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd love to plug, um, I, I did a, a sci-fi show a couple of years ago, I guess almost three years ago now, uh, for Legendary Digital. They had a platform pro- called Project Alpha and they were looking for content and, uh, we pitched them a show that was gonna, it was a sci-fi show, a weekly sci-fi show, but we perform it live every week, you know, and, and all the special effects are live, the music was performed live by a band on the stage while we were doing the show. Like it was the highest tightrope I'd, I'd ever walked in my life. And then to make it even more complicated because it was a live show and it was on this sort of Twitch type platform that Legendary was trying to do, uh, people who were watching the show in real time could vote on ways the story would go. So we'd have to prepare branching storylines and sort of do you make up our mind theory? on the fly. It was, why it was I don't know, why we, this I don't know what, why we did this. What level, how, why? That is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, why? Who said this was okay? Um, you need a minder. Is yeah, what no, I know. <laughs> uh, but the show is called Orbital Redux. And what we did is um, we took all the footage from those live shows and we cut together the episodes. We said, look, if these episodes stand on their own without the gimmick of, you know, it being live, we'll find a, a new home form. Because a lot of people didn't get to see the show because of the platform that it was on, nobody knew about, and then it went away. Um, and we, we did it, and the episodes turned out great. And so uh, we found a home on Dust, which is, for those who don't know Dust, yeah. and most people don't, um, it's a sci-fi, you know, aggregator site. It's a, like sort of like sh- what Shudder is to horror. Um, Dust is, you know, when you can download the app or you can go to their YouTube or um, you can just go to watchdust.tv. Look for the show Orbital Redux. It's eight episodes. Uh, you can binge it in two and a half hours or you can spread it out as you see fit. And all I ask is that as you're watching the show, just remember when, when we were first doing that, we were doing it live, but I'm so proud of it. It's right. go watch Orbital Redux. Orbital Redux over awesome. on Dust. Yeah. Corey, what about you? Uh, you know, I'm on tour. Yeah. Well read. You can go to wellreadcomedy.com. W E L L R E D comedy.com. It's a pun. Uh, and we're going to be, I mean, you know, the, we're rounding out the year with, uh, my favorite show that I would really love to plug just cause I assume you have, a lot of uh, family members here on the podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. December 16th through 19th, we do our special Christmas shows. They're the funnest shows. And I was also just informed yesterday that like three of the five shows for December are already almost sold out. So get those tickets. And other than that, just fi- I got so I've got so many things that I can't wait in a month to talk to you about, but I can't say them right now. So just if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know about them. Uh, I'm really having a great time doing a lot of different things, writing some things, saying some things into a camera. That whole lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man, you know, just nothing, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing till I can tell you in three months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we uh, we encourage our family to stay tuned. Old Gods has a ton of content. Coming uh, very soon, hopefully, unless the world, the creek, Lord comes or the creek rises, or both happen at once, which has been known to happen around these parts. So uh, I appreciate y'all, Yuri, Corey. Y'all have made y'all made season two something you beyond. You really did. Any- Thank you so much for like being part of this. Like not well, just 
It was a pleasure. I mean, it was thank y'all for having pleasure. me. And yeah. uh, Yuri, uh, it was an honor. My goodness, I, I'm I'm not worthy. Uh, as they say yeah, that, not, that, not, that goes just, that goes both ways. Um, I'll take that. I'll take it just because I'm older than you, Corey. But um, but that goes both ways. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I, uh, like not just y'all's audiences and the people y'all brought and helped expose us to, but I mean, just y'all killed it. Y'all came in like like you like Corey, like you said, guest stars can come into a podcast and be a name and say some lines and be gone. There are some podcasts out there that have done major, major Hollywood celebrities, and it sounds like they read the lines, all 20 of their lines on their lunch break in order with no direction. And both of y'all worked with us and took direction for me, uh, who's nobody, uh, you know, know, outside of just narrating this podcast. So I I appreciate both of you so much. I love you, and, and I know I'm so happy and proud to call you family. And uh, and we managed to get through this episode without once talking about the uh, desirability of the railroad man. So uh, <laughs> so I uh, guess we'll have to do another episode. Well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So thank y'all for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, family. Talk to you real soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.